It's Monday, October 18th. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about the recent potential terrorist attacks in the UK and Norway, and also the increase in Social Security payouts. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. Over the last week, there's been a couple of attacks in Europe that are suspected to be linked to Islamist extremism, but investigations are still underway and motivations are not yet fully confirmed. The first was in Norway last Wednesday, where a man killed five people and injured two more in a bow and arrow attack. Apparently, there were other weapons present as well, but the details haven't been released due to the ongoing investigation. The suspect, who is apparently not disputing what happened, is in custody. Investigators are finding that the suspect has recently converted to Islam and that radicalization concerns had been raised against him previously, but that so far, findings are showing that his history with mental health issues may actually be the leading cause. Norway's domestic intelligence agency had been aware of the man before, meeting with him in 2017 and even contacting health authorities saying they believed he was capable of carrying out a, quote, low-scale attack with simple means in Norway. The suspect is currently being held in a high-security psychiatric ward instead of a prison and will undergo a full forensic psychiatric examination. Now, the second attack occurred on Friday in the seaside community of Leonsea, about 40 miles east of London. Sir David Amis, a conservative lawmaker, was fatally stabbed while he was meeting with constituents. That suspect is also in custody. This attack has been declared a terrorist incident, and the investigation is being led by counterterrorism policing. It's common for lawmakers to meet with constituents face-to-face to listen and discuss thoughts or grievances from the community. Last week's attack is raising questions about the safety measures for lawmakers who may be targets from opposition or terror attacks. It was just announced that in 2022, Social Security recipients will receive the highest increase in almost 40 years. Increases in payments are common to help beneficiaries keep up with inflation, but this year is a pretty drastic change. As you might know, inflation this year has been sharp, and so that's contributed to the payout rise. Next year's Social Security payments will see a bump by almost 6% which will boost the average payment by $92 a month, putting the average total payment at $1,657 a month, or $2,753 for couples. This change will affect nearly one in five Americans, around 70 million people. While more money can be seen as a good thing, economists are advising that recipients not fall into a trap of increasing current household budgets or spending. The extra payments are only meant to help keep up with inflation. And because the increase was so high this year, it could mean a sign that it might be a while before another significant increase in years ahead. Here's a quick summary of the concept of Social Security. After a lifetime of paying into the program via Social Security taxes, retirees are then able to receive a monthly payment once they reach a certain age to help supplement their lives post-career. So you can kind of think of it like having a savings account that you have to pay into that you can take advantage of later in your life. The program started in the 1930s under Franklin D. Roosevelt and has since been expanded to include other groups like those unemployed and the disabled. 
The program has come under scrutiny, though, as recently the amount of payments being paid out is exceeding the amount of money being put in. With the baby boomer generation being so large, the amount of recipients is way higher than the generations behind them paying into the system. In fact, the program's cash flow has been negative for over a decade. There's a few other issues as well. The rise of life expectancy has risen a lot since the 1930s when it was started, which means that recipients use up more money now than recipients in the past. Also, many Americans have fallen into the trap of relying on Social Security as their main source of income later in life, when it is only meant to supplement, not replace. There's also a lot of criticism of the opportunity costs of forcing citizens to pay into the system. Remember, it's a tax, so we all pay into it and we don't have a choice. What this means is that the money that is taxed for this is money that people can't use for other kinds of investments. Some economists say that even through modest investment strategies, that the returns would be way higher if contributed over the same time period than the Social Security payment returns. So critics say that the system is ultimately losing taxpayers' money at this point. There's been warnings that the money could be dry in just a couple decades if kept on the current path. So I'm sure the discussion on the future of social security programs will only be more and more common. Today is Monday, October 18th, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the news diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode. And leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want the news diet to be as valuable as possible for you, so if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at the news diet or directly to my email feedback at thenewsdiet.com.